We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And the Emmys happened. Our family knows firsthand how truly compelling television comes from real people just being themselves. Telling their stories unfiltered and unscripted. Here are the nominees for outstanding competitions. They sure did. And you didn't watch them, so... I didn't. They were the lowest rated Emmys in a long time? I don't know. I guess they're just constantly getting lower and lower and lower. It's like how every 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 month is the hottest month on record. It's like every Emmys is the lowest rated Emmys in history. People are not really into <laughs> award know? shows right now. And I think that's, you know, we're going through a period. Even the Oscars were like, eh. But, you know... I think that's because, and like this whole thing with the hosting, no host ever, that has to do with this, I think. You know? What is this from? Per very preliminary numbers, Fox's Sunday night telecast scored a 5.7 out of 10 result in metered market ratings down 23% from last year. 23% <laughs> is big, though. I just want the 23%. It's down 23%, but it's down 30%, like, overall from... It's like... Yeah. This September was a couple of degrees hotter than last September, but if it were like 23% hotter than last September, I think people would be a little more nervous. But I guess the point is that the like teens are nervous. The these award shows are not as make or break as you would think they are and like if somebody wins an award, it's not like, oh, they're famous now, like we kind of imply. Yeah. Because really when you take a step back, it's like, well, who's actually watching these things? Maybe it's just the people that already a, know the, the, the shows. And they're also more, they're, they, I think they still retain the, the, the weight and the power on like a micro level, like for each of these individuals. Uh, it like really ch changes their careers and like gives them this like you know but not sparkling thing on their resume that they can say well oh well they can demand more money oh they'll get more roles but it's like to you and me i don't think 
I think more people are going to watch Fleabag than would have had it not won, but I don't think it's going to be some sprint to Amazon to watch Fleabag like yesterday, you know? I don't think so. Yeah, I yeah, don't. I actually like, don't think so at all. There will definitely be a bump, but I don't think it's huge. The bump is minor. The it's because not the thing. Actually... The problem still remains. There's still eight billion shows on television. So right. So that's what I'm saying. I think these have um, little to no influence on actual. It's not like all of a sudden everyone's like Fleabag. If anything, you might Phoebe Waller Bridge. Anything people who aren't watching the Emmys, which is most people, might see a bit of media. Because there's going to be like a bump in media on Fleabag all of a sudden. My parents are going to call me and say like, who's Fleabag? And I'm going to say, don't even get me started. I know you're going to hang up on them. What's Ozark? their number. <laughs> I didn't watch, but like, what's Ozark? I kept seeing people make jokes about Ozark on Twitter. And I was thinking that it won best like drama over Game of Thrones. And I wasn't phased. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because I don't, it wouldn't, like, I don't know what Ozark is, but I know people watch it. Okay, it won whatever. It, came it won close. a couple awards. It came close. It came close to winning. That. Jason Bateman won Best Director, uh, which is wild, over Game of Thrones people. And someone named Julia Garner won Best Supporting Actress over Game of Thrones people. Mom, what are we doing here? Your father's laundering money for a Mexican drug cartel. What do I know about her? She's not James Garner's granddaughter, as I just assumed, just because nepotism rules. No relation to James Garner. And she's dating Foster of Foster the People. So she, her name is Julia Garner the People. Julia Garner the People. Well, Julia Foster Julia the People. It people. will be Julia Foster Emmy winner the Julia she, Foster the People. Yeah, Foster the People. Julia Garner Foster the People. You're gonna, she's going to keep Garner? She might hyphenate. Okay. Other notable... Do you watch Ozark? No, of course I don't watch Ozark. That's rude to me that you would say that to me. It's like did you read watched you re- by you read parents the... on Netflix, but it's hugely popular on Netflix. Like it is it's like a big they, deal. It's set in the Ozark, and Incredible. it's about money laundering. And then I was reading this EW story that's like, here's what you need to know about Ozark now that it's won these Emmys and you don't know what it is. And it says, what to expect in season three. There are two seasons of this show. I have no idea what it is. I know it's very blue. The show is extremely blue. Um, It says, the riverboat casino that Marty worked hard on at the end of season two becomes operational. What? Laura Linney's in it. I don't really want to talk about Ozark, but Laura Laura Linney's in it. Laura Linney in a riverboat casino? Yeah. I don't really. Unless unless we're going to watch it. Billy Porter. Is he a them yet? Unless we're going to watch it, we shouldn't talk about it. Um, Billy Porter, I think, is. Who still? Cuspy, but a who, maybe. But I even think Phoebe Phoebe Waller-Bridge is like, didn't we call her a them? Like, she's cuspy. Cuspy still. I don't think, I don't know if we called her a them. But I'm just saying, like, the low ratings on this thing, it doesn't make me want to, like, have anyone become them from it. Like, you know, even, like, watching this, you're like, Marvelous, like, everyone in the world, this make, Emmys make it seem that everyone in the world is watching the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you know? (laughs) Like everyone in the whole world. It's like your birthright. You know, it's the national anthem of TV shows. But is that the case? I don't know. But, you know, like Amazon money is like fueling this award show. It's crazy to me. I just assume that Amazon pays for all their awards. Like, I just don't understand. I mean, it was insane to me how that everyone pays HBO for also did do well. HBO yeah. definitely ran through. But... I don't know. It just, it felt very uh, same, 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 same. Patricia Clarkson didn't win. You know, that's all that matters. Ben Wishaw did win. Okay. The most exciting that. wins were Phoebe Waller-Bridge a couple of times for Fleabag. Um, Jarell Jerome won. That was exciting. That was like, when they these were us. emotional moments. Like Ben Wishaw's was a little bit exciting. Um, who else was exciting? I mean, that really was it. I Oh, Billy Porter's was exciting, as you said. 
And Jodie Comer's was exciting because it was kind of unexpected. So the rest was like, well, you know, how many times do we have to celebrate Game of Thrones? You know, well, we didn't celebrate it as much as um, people thought they would celebrate. Oh, it. Michelle uh, Williams. Did you see that Halsey sang? I watched Halsey sing time after time for the in memoriam section uh, this yeah. morning. Right. That's uh, what you chose to watch. Well, yeah, it was sent to me. Uh, Kate sent it to me. She was like, I didn't recognize Halsey last night. And so I watched the video and I didn't recognize her either because she had a very different hairdo. So I was like, she looks very different. And also, why do you sing time after time during In Memoriam? It's it's not, if it, it, it doesn't make any sense for an In Memoriam. The people are gone. No, it makes sense. If it you're lost, sense. you can look and you will find me. No, you won't find them because they're dead. No, you're doing a, you're thing. doing a real extended stand-up bit here. It's it makes I'm not sense. doing a stand-up it bit. Makes, I just the whole sense. time I was watching it, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. It makes sense. Time after time is sense? time after time is a funeral movie. It's about, song, it's about sorry. I've never heard that in a funeral context. I have. It's I've heard. De- it's definitely I've heard a funeral Sarah song. McLaughlin in a funeral context. Yeah, well, this is a little bit further away from that. You know, from what's the number one funeral song? I mean, I, I guess we were guessing what song would come on, like what song she would sing. And I said, memories. Without me? Because <laughs> I was like, memories would be like a good cat's tie-in. Yeah, I thought without me could be funny, like a slow well, acoustic without me. But that's her song and they would never I let know. her sing her own song because if people don't they even know who wrong, she is, they barely know her song. They put the wrong person on the in memoriam list, which is sad. Yeah. Andre Previn died, and they didn't show a photo of Andre Previn. They showed a photo of someone named Leonard Slatkin. He's alive. Mm-hmm. He's apparently mad, and I think we're done with the Emmys. Yeah, they're. I mean, you definitely you didn't watch them, so I feel like we really can't we really can't continue. Let's um let's move to something that you do know about, like Christy Brinkley. Brinkley. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here, so I can personally thank you for defending me. That's I, right. Yes. Karen, you did it in such a classy way, with so much love, and you know, in really a, as a lesson for all of us. You know, like when somebody mm-hmm. acts like that, you can only feel sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for, right. They, they, yeah. When you're in a happy place, you support and you love one another and you mm-hmm. boost everybody that's up. Right. The weirdest thing about the Christy Brinkley thing continues to be that Hollywood life is getting more and more exclusives lately. And one of them is this interview with Christy Brinkley. And they asked her about Wendy Williams being like, and Wendy Williams conspiracy theory that included the instantly iconic line, do you want to dance and with the stars? Dancing with the stars called Christy Brinkley and said, do you want to dance and with the stars? Do you want to dance and with the stars? And Christy Brinkley told Hollywood Life, I was insulted because my daughter doesn't need me to pull any strings or stunts to get her any type of jobs. She's gorgeous, smart, and funny, and an amazing person who has done a great, who has a great agent and gets offers all day long. So for Wendy to have said anything like this is why I had to say something. If it was just about me, I would pay no attention to it. But when you go after my kids, we have a problem. It is just She's about mad. you. It has nothing to do with your kid. <laughs> so this is ridiculous. We don't care about Sailor. That's the whole point. Also, I just feel like it's, you know, Wendy said this one entertaining thing. She had like a little theory. She had a little fun. It's a TV show. It's an entertainment TV show. And of course, Chrissy Brinkley is going to like stretch this out until the end of time because what else is she doing? Her arm is broken and she's sitting around all day getting mad, you know? Her wrist and shoulders are broken and they're broken with air quotes. Also, she should know, and I'm sure she does, that this is all, this is all good for everyone involved. Right. This is such a low stakes rumor that everyone is coming out a little better than before by the end of this. Right. But also like, you know, sometimes like our, you know, like our Monday episode or two, sorry, <laughs> sometimes like our Tuesday episode, you say something and you just got to move on. And that's what Wendy you do. When someone's coming to Wendy being like, Christy's mad. And Wendy's like, what, what did I say? You know, <laughs> she doesn't remember. She doesn't even know what she did. She completely forgot. Yeah. 
She has other things to deal with and so do we. Dancing with the Stars called Christy Brinkley and said, do you want to dance and with the stars? Here's a fun thing to talk about after Christy Brinkley. Uh, speaking of feuds, Mel B is feuding with Jesse J. I love little little acronym name feuds. Mel B, Jesse J. <laughs> yeah, do you want to know why? No. Yes. No. Yes. Mel B, it's just, there's nothing more fun than a feud that just comes out of nowhere. This feud comes out of nowhere, by which I mean Britain. And Mel B was being interviewed on this website i mean on this radio show called heart whatever so there's video of her in the studio she's being interviewed by the people and they're doing like um one of those like you know where you it's just rapid rapid questions rapid fire questions they're like what's your favorite whatever what's your least favorite whatever da, 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 da. and they try to answer as many questions as you can in you know five minutes and one of the questions is who is the most overrated artist artist generally out there and, and... they're like and everyone's like uh, and, and Mel B can't think of anything. She's like, oh, oh my God, I don't know. And the hosts are trying to help her out. So they're like, Ariana Grande? And she's like, no, she's brilliant live. No, she's brilliant. And it's like, what about Louis Capaldi? And she's like, no, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. And then there's silence. And Mel B goes, Jesse J. Which artist outright um, do you think is the most overrated? So out of all the artists out there, who's the most overrated? Oh, Ariana Grande. But she's brilliant live. Louis Capaldi. He's great. He's great on Instagram. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. She's brilliant. And we have to Swift. pause. We have to pause. Oh. Everyone's really good. Everyone's, All the artists okay. out there are really good at doing their own thing. Let me think. Who Hold is... on. Let's have a think. Jesse J. Jesse J. Right. Out of nowhere. Jesse J. Get... She didn't even get prompted for Jesse J. No, she got prompted with other people. And she then she's said, like, no, 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 no. Jesse J? Jesse J. <laughs> she goes, let's have a think. Jesse J. Jesse J. And the hosts are like, oh, interesting. And then they move on because it's rapid fire question. So there's no time to even dwell. This happened in July. Well, Jesse J has since commented on this. And her comment was, which she posted over the weekend, is just a video of her in a recording studio singing a song that is her song that's old. It's called like White Rooms or something in full in a video carousel. So you can watch her sing this whole song in like a four-part video carousel and the caption is overrated Mel B voice, which isn't even a good caption. It's very strange to me. We talked about this too when you sent me this. Jessie J is not overrated. She's not even rated. She's just, she's not. If anything, if, if anything, she's actually underrated. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because but she's thought about so little that it's it would be weird to categorize her as underrated. Like people aren't left you know? and right maybe like in the UK, but I don't even think so are like Jesse J, the most iconic singer of our of our generation. Like Jesse J, Jesse like people just cannot stop talking about Jesse J. Like that's not that cannot be true. And so, I feel like she's not even talked she hasn't even reached the threshold of underrated. No. You know? She's well, she's, she's just unrated. She's she actually is underrated. Like if if like objectively, she has a really good. Underrated. She has a really good voice. She's a very very good singer. So like the fact that no one really pays attention to her means that she's slightly <laughs> underrated. The point is she's that rated. She's, she's certainly she's rated overrated. accurately, appropriately by Channing Tatum. To be, but no one else. To be no one else rates her correctly. You have to be rated. <laughs> like maybe she's overrated in China, where she did the uh, reality show. Uh, and even uh, and and I would call her appropriately rated right, in China because she did a great job. She did a great job, and she deserves her success. Right. I mean, I guess we're two, everywhere else. Two Jesse J stands over here, but Mel B went after the wrong, not rated singer. 
Although I will say maybe she went after the right person because Jesse J doesn't really know how to engage in feuds. No, that's like, why this she is literally such a posted bad... a video and was like overrated and like sang a song. <laughs> it's like, well... like imagine if she had gone after, you know, like Miley Cyrus or Ed Sheeran or Taylor Swift overrated. There would have been hell to pay, you know, maybe not necessarily by them, but by the fans. And I think even Jesse J fans are like, mm, we'll sit this one out. Jesse J fans are polite. Well, uh, but where? But uh, are, there aren't many of are them. They? they just, they just, there just are aren't they? many of them. It's they're not good at organizing. It's also obviously. just weird because like Mel B, you know, I wouldn't say Mel. I'd say Mel B is a performer. I'd say Mel B can sing. I wouldn't say Mel B is like an incredible vocalist. Never, no. never heard Mel no, B do no, like no, no, a no, solo no. anything no. before. No. So for Mel Few B, of the Spice Girls are incredible solo vocalists. Also, how dare B come after J? Like, aren't they in the same the same realm? If you're going, if you're asked who is like, who is an overrated singer, you abstain. You do not. You do not play that yeah. game. No. Bobby, who's an over- that is, that- Bobby, who's overrated singer? I'm just shaking my head. I'm no. Not saying anything. No, I'm telling you, no, but you don't have to abstain. Who's overrated? Who would you say is the most overrated singer? Right now, currently. In our mid in our midst. I Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I really I do have to abstain. I have to abstain. No, no. I think it's not- I think it's a bad answer. I think it's if you are in front of a mic, I don't care how many listeners you have, you don't answer that Wait, question. Wait, I'm sorry, but you don't count as you're not Mel B. I don't you're also speak my truth. you're also rated. You're not over or underrated. Fine. Uh, uh, D- uh. I, I don't know. Billie Eilish. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Camila Cabello. Whoa, that's true. That, but that's true. Is she over? Camila Cabello's she- voice drives me fucking off the wall. You bananas. know how I feel. I about can't it too. stand it. I hate it. I hate her voice. Um, she. I cannot she's, stand it. You think she's overrated? Yeah. Can I tell you who I think's overrated? What? Ready for this? Ready for this? Oh, no. Whammy? What? Beyonce. Just kidding. It's not Beyonce. <laughs> it's Solange, I think, is overrated as an artist. Yeah. Don't come for I me. Think... Oh, don't come for me. Like, I'm not. I think that I think that Solange is... I think Solange has flash in the pan overratedness, but Solange is so bad at, like, retaining her highly ratedness. You know, like Solange releases an album and everyone's like, change the world. And then, and then it just goes it. away. Yeah, it's like the it's like when I watch so I Marvelous that Mrs. Okay. Maisel. I'm like, this is pretty good. And then I forget about it <laughs> literally immediately. And then, the, and then the Emmys happen and they're like, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the best TV show on the TV. And I'm like, oh, I watched that, I guess. I don't remember. What is she doing? And like, I, I hate to go back to the before. Emmys. We've no, this is not bit. a fucking, this is not a bit. I know that she wants to be a comedian, but where else is the story going? They went to the Catskills. Okay, I I take it back. (laughs) We did this bit. (laughs) Where else is she going? Where else? Like, who else would be overrated? That's kind of, those are the, it's like, who's topping the charts right now, you know? You can't just pick a random person. You saying Billie Eilish is big, and I think me saying Solange is pretty big, although she's not topping any charts. (laughs) But... But the thing is, is that those are two singers who Jesse are... Jesse J. Jesse does. Jesse J doesn't know what the top of a chart looks like. Well, yeah, you know, true. she How hasn't could, been there yeah, it's before. True. It's true. She hasn't gotten. She's a ticket always to that looking. Area. She's always looking it up. She's curious. She doesn't have a ticket on that funicular. You know, like she. <laughs> she can't. It's. 
Well, the funicular that is the top of the chart to get to the top of the charts. Katy it's Perry, like, they took away. Uh, you know they took you know away what? Katy Jessie Perry's J. badge too. She can't get up there anymore either. Wait, hold on. This is actually like I'm gonna scream. <laughs> what? Here's the sound of uh, Jesse J going up to the top of the charts. You know the the guy at the Price is Right yeah. climbing up the cliff. But, like, but she's not. But she's not going up the charts. And then something happens, and they're like, "Oh, you didn't make it." And then she just falls back on down. She doesn't get that far to even get the music. She's not even on the chart, let alone up the chart. She didn't get picked to participate in Price is Right. She's holding up the sign that's like, I love you, Bob. I want to have your babies, Bob. And then like, yeah, they're never like, gets chosen. They're like, Jesse, <laughs> who's who's a Jesse who's on the chart? Jesse McCartney, come on down. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of someone who hasn't gotten on that funicular, Jesse McCartney. But who would be? Maybe a, a writing credit. Did you listen to Celine Dion's new song? No, it was bad. I'm it's nervous. not bad. It's just like, it's it's very Sia-y again. It's like, what are you doing? What happened to, like, why can't we get Diane Warren to write her? Or why can't the writers of That's the Way It Is write her another yeah, hit? Where, I want to go contemporary. Did Diane Warren not write That's the Way It Is? Uh, No, I can actually find the writers. But those people need to get back on her team. And she needs to write more, you know, like heartwarming adult contemporary jams. It just sucks because now that she's like a liberated woman, I guess, like post, you know, post Renee, may he rest in she whatever. Like fiery music. Yeah, she needs to do. She's doing like con- she actually is trying to do like contemporary Camila Cabello songs that all sound like. Do you know who wrote that's the way it is? Who? I'm going to fucking scream. Who? Pick it. Just name a person Mark's, and you'll be Max right. Max Martin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remember we were like Max Martin probably wrote it because we're cynical, and then it was like, yeah, well he did. Of but also, he did. that's the way it is. Doesn't make any sense, but that's one of its charms. Yeah, when you want it the most, there's no easy way out. When you're ready to go and your heart don't go, don't don't give up on your faith. Love comes. Love to those comes who to those it. who believe it. <laughs> and that's the and way. That's the way it is. That's the most Max God. Martin phrasing ever. How did you not guess that? I don't know. I'm like shaking in my head. Like I cannot believe this. When you want it the most, there's no easy way out. When you're ready to go and your heart's left in doubt, that there, it's, it's just like nothing but contradictions. Don't give up on your faith. Love comes to those. Love who comes to it. those who believe it. But like Max Martin and Celine Dion definitely share like a, the, a love of like the English language, meaning the use, the way that they use the English language. Oh, both of them, both of them are like 
extremely against the idea of getting better at English. They're like, absolutely not. No, like, they just, they stopped where they are. They're not getting any better. They Celine stopped. Dion, like, Celine Dion has no interest in getting any better. She she's stopped. had like 30, 40 years and she's like, no, I'm good right here. Yeah. <laughs> Max, come here. Max. Max and Celine. Even though it's like Max's literal job to be better, is to be better at the English language he refuses. <laughs> Who else are we talking about today? Noah Centineo. Oh, did you see? Yeah, I love this. So Lindsay this. sent me this tweet. So Noah Centineo <laughs> bleached this. his beard for a role, question mark? I don't know. Is Why he doing another like to all you... the boys I've loved before? Why else would you bleach your beard? How many of those fucking things are going to be made to all the boys? There's like a hundred in production. Here's the thing. I don't want to talk about that. So Noah Centineo did not bleach his head with Mm-mm. his beard. He just bleached his beard. He has a blonde beard. Also, can we just talk about how Noah Centineo like fell off quicker than like quicker than Jesse J on the charts? Am I right? Just saying. But like, remember we cared about him to be on the charts to fall off. Remember we were like Noah Centineo. Is he the next big thing? And then it was like he's not even a thing. No one. I feel like he might still be a thing in a very specific demographic that I am not privy to, nor do I want to be privy to it. But yeah, you would have he's to go not to jail a broad if you were thing. privy to that. He's not a broad thing. That you need to be. But right. I just he's don't. He's not think, a broad thing. But I don't even think for them, like, because he's not making. Like he's not out here. Like Amy Pascal isn't like being like, we got to get this Noah Centineo kid. No interest. You well, know? he's no. the stuff that he's put out since to all the boys has been super bad. And the, all these weird movies that he made before that are now getting. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I have no interest in any of those in any of those movies. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. But he he dyed his beard. I don't know why, but the the Noah Centineo update fan account tweeted this video of him on Instagram showing off his flesh colored beard, and it says Noah Centineo update. He just bleached his beard. I'm actually crying. I'm actually considering to stop my fan account. And they changed their display name to Not Noah Centineo Updates because they're so upset. The stands are so sad because he has Spencer Pratt's creepy flesh-colored beard now. Yeah. Um, Do you see I linked all that? Remember creepy flesh-colored beard? I hate it. I hate it. Why would you do that to yourself? That's why I don't grow facial care because it looks like Noah Centineo's bleached beard. I hate it. I know know better than to do that. Also, like at 1 a.m. he tweeted Ad Astra. That's it. Just Ad Astra. Just Ad Astra? Yeah. Are you going to oh, see Ad Astra? That's you know, a Who movie. You know what he definitely died it for, maybe? What? He's starring what? in He-Man in 2021. Do you think Wait, that's he's maybe? he's He-Man? Yeah, he's He-Man and He-Man. He's He-Man. He's He-Man. He's He-Man that's weird. and He-Man. Do you think like he's doing a test for He-Man like... He-Man is blonde. I went to his IMDb, oh my God, to see what he was up to and it yeah because it began like production in july 2019 it's, it's a he-man, he-man thing disgusting do you think because he wore a wig but then he sh- he he dyed his beard that's but probably he wore what a because he-man's hair is like famously bad blonde it's like yeah it's and also fake you can wear a wig and it looks real you can't fake facial hair looks fake facial hair like just take a look at john travolta fake facial hair is like not good for business okay so noah centineo bleached his beard he's even more of a who than before yeah true because um, he's the he-man who he's the who man is he-man gonna change anything for him no no i don't even know what he-man is he-man's the meme that's like him the he-man meme remember that he-man meme? no i don't remember okay, that fine 
the top of this ad copy says aura pronounced aura but what it should say is aura pronounced like rita because it is it's rita aura but this is just we're aura, quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce aura <laughs> let me yeah, tell please. you that and the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts because we've both been giving aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this and let's just say <laughs> they never flop as long as we've been doing the ads it's true They've though never because aura frames are beautiful wi-fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos it's super easy to upload and share photos with the aura app and if you're giving aura as a gift you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories i love that i haven't done that but i would do that next time that's a really good idea i haven't done that either i like i'm more like sending people connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Jeff Lewis's daughter, too, expelled from preschool after he criticized it on the radio. So Jeff Lewis has a radio show. He complained about his daughter's preschool, and Clearly then his preschool he... was like, fuck you, we're kicking your daughter out, which seems unfair. It does, but it also seems like, stop talking about our school on your radio show. But also, who's listening to this Yeah, but don't punish the kid. Show? I know, It's true. a Montessori school. They're paying probably a lot of money for this stupid thing, this Montessori school. Who's Jeff Lewis again, flipping out? He's flipping out. He's the flipping out guy. But he's who's, like who's, drama. He's nothing but drama. He's all drama. Mm-hmm. What does he talk about on so, this show? I don't know. It's on Sirius XM. What is he? What is he? And it's called Jeff Lewis Live. So he just he probably talks. talks. He talks about anything. Um, I did end up speaking to the headmistress on Saturday. And by the way, I did before I did prep myself for the phone call. I mm-hmm. knew there was a possibility I would have to get in a very vulnerable state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have to be apologetic and remorseful. So I know I how re- hard that is for you. I got into character. Yeah, yeah. And uh, within the first few minutes, uh, she she had already just kind of she just laid it out and said, "Look, we're going to be expelling Monroe." <sighs> and Ooh, I spent the next done. fifteen minutes in character mm-hmm. and but what i should have done is what you told me doug yeah, is i yeah. should have taken a pen and yeah. stabbed myself yeah, in the st- hand because that would have made me cry that's not enough for you you no, no, i should have slipped my wrist i said a stapler you got to staple your thigh he, the parents said he was bullying them which is interesting because like they're bullying his kid by kicking her out of school at two years old who has no idea like what even happened you know mm-hmm. oh he um, read I emails exactly he read he emails internal emails without using their names, but he read emails and mocked parents. That's a little stupid. Also, like, get get this radio show together if it involves you reading, like, emails from other parents at your school. The headmistress apparently told Lewis that he had bullied two of my mothers on air, an accusation that Lewis denied. I said, are you kidding me? Bullied? I read two emails. I didn't say somebody was fat. All I did was read two emails. Defamatory jokes have been made by Lewis on his serious XM show about one of the mothers looking like a woman who would go to a key party. The headmistress told Lewis that while she received only one complaint and that it was not from either of the individuals he mentioned on air, she was expecting their call any day. And that caused Lewis to, well, flip out. Oh my God, So the no. people who complained weren't even the people that he mentioned on the talk show. Because obviously, who fucking listens to that thing? I gotta say, like, he really dug himself deeper by saying, like, I didn't bully them. It's not like I called them fat. Like, okay, <laughs> now you fucking can't. Like, now yeah. shut the fuck up. Get off the rate, you know? Yeah, you're... 
You just keep canceling yourself. <laughs> like, now shut up, please. I got to say, I didn't care about him and, like, don't really like him. And now I don't like him less. But he, Well, he, he just is... keeps showing up because he has this nasty behavior that will not stop. Right. Doesn't like Andy hate him. Like, Bravo, like, hates oh, him. Yeah. Like, Bravo yeah. wants something to do with him. He, like, broke up with his husband. That was, like, a big deal, right? Like, he, mm-hmm. all everyone on his, everyone on the cast hates him. He has a terrible relationship with that co-host, the one who looks like Elaine Bennis. Yeah. The, uh, 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 what's her name? Right. Her. Terrible. Like Joan. Jan. Jenny. 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 Got a terrible relationship with her. It doesn't surprise me that he did this. What surprises me is that he still has a radio show. Yeah. That's surprising. That just sounds like a nasty show. It does not sound fun to yeah, listen like, to at all. Yeah. Like who's listening to this show? So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think it's time to move on. I think it's time for you to move on. And I am eternally grateful to you because I would not be here if it weren't for you. I thought we were having lunch to discuss what had happened and decide how to regroup. I didn't realize my future at Jeff Lewis Design was over. I actually didn't make a decision until maybe an hour before. Before lunch with Jenny? Yeah, to be honest, I was leaning towards not letting her go. The whole thing was scary. It was scary because, you know, I'm used to her being next to me for the last dozen years. If you listen to that show, you are conditioned to, like, be okay with that sort of behavior so you wouldn't complain about him saying that stuff. So it's surprising that someone complained at all because if you're listening to that show, you're not the type of person who would complain about Jeff Lewis being an asshole. Well, you're, I guess your point is is that if you listen to that show, you are maybe a fan of Jeff Lewis because it's such a niche Mm-hmm. show so why would you yeah. complain about jeff lewis if you were a fan of jeff lewis and you weren't one of the people that he was talking about but a lot of people listen to, a lot of people hate listening to stuff so you know i was talking, who was who was telling it like hate listening is just such a it just takes so much more effort than like hate watching or hate reading you know sure hate listening is such an active thing you mean like radios and po- like podcasts yeah and stuff. like like it's 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 hard to waste time on a po- like you can hate read a thing because it takes two minutes but it's like i'm not gonna if i don't like your podcast i'm just not gonna listen i to wish it. more people like, would, i wish listen. people more people would hate yeah, listen, please to hate listen to our podcast we know no one does because it takes fucking an hour no, but two I hours of their week love the streams if people were hate listening i love that yeah, extra that like great. bump of like 10 percent hate listeners or you know <laughs> sorry that's flattering like 20 percent hate you know <laughs> yeah but i hear you guys Guys aren't aren't together well, anymore. We had, um, you know, Jenny and I've been friends for 16 years. So, you know, something happened recently that it was really hard for me to get past. What? Um, uh, okay. It was a very emotional. It was a very emotional knee-jerk reaction. Okay. But um, she she had uh, basically gone to our bosses at Bravo and said, you know, that it was an abusive situation. Not like a sexual abuse situation, but it was like a hostile work environment. Wow, I'm yawning. Wait, we should leave that in. I'm yawning. Oh, my God. Do you need some sleep? Did you sleep well last night? Or did you sleep too well last night? That's the thing is like the yawn usually means you haven't slept well. But sometimes I think the yawn means like the sleep was too bad. was too banging. Too banging. (laughs) (laughs) On your Helix mattress? My bed is like my sanctuary, as you know. And it's really because of my sheets for one, obviously my pillows for two, but mostly for my mattress. Mostly my mattress. Mm -hmm. Because my bed is like mattress. made exactly for me because I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a mattress because I, you know, I wanted something that felt the way that I wanted to feel. I think I like a medium. 
I sleep on my side. Yeah, I sleep on my side and my stomach. Same. But I have a, I have a, I have a mattress on the firmer side, which I love. I like. But there's a, soft. a little bit of a softness to it. It's I like a softness, a soft. but I like it's also sinking firm. in. I like sinking into the mattress. You know. But that's fine. We all sleep differently, and that's why Helix has so many different mattresses to choose from. They're personalized. They're shipped straight to your door, free of charge. They offer a 100 night free trial, and they offer a 10 to 15 year warranty to try out your new mattress. But if you don't want to take our word for it, our many many words for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Speaking of hate listens, Nick Vile. Is he dating Rachel Bilson? I, is she hate I listening? I could Nick not Vile? give a fucking shit. Do people think that they're dating? I think because they've been posing for photos but together. She's but she's just a if anything, huge bachelor person. She's a bachelor person and he's just a horny dude. So yeah. he just, he will take a photo in front of anyone. I anyone bet famous. she was on his podcast or some bullshit. I'm very excited uh, to have Rachel on. I, uh, I slid into her DM Ooh, to ask her to sounds... come on just professionally. <laughs> what? Professionally. <laughs> what did the message read? What was it? <laughs> I was like, listen, I have two questions. The first one's super appropriate. The second, no. Um, I, was just like, I was just like. He sent me nudes. I, oh, no. Of uh, Luke. Um, and I never No, I, I, uh, I knew that Rachel was a, a, a big Bachelor fan. Yes. And so I've been a, a fan of Rachel for some time. I had noticed throughout maybe the past couple of years, there was one time I think you might have commented on my Instagram and I noticed it and I was like, whew. Really? really this is very exciting for me the thing about I, I will say about like the the bachelor what well, you didn't slide into my dms then you could have oh, told me you were excited about there it there was a thought i mean you know, um always gotta shoot your shot nick right because um, every bachelor person has a podcast talking about podcasts, yeah no no yeah oh she she was on his podcast God. and that's it she was on his podcast and everyone was like they're fucking but no they just nick has been leaving flirtatious comments on rachel's instagram yeah because he's fucking thirsty that's literally his entire existence whatever that's it's disgusting so dull. it pisses me off but i mean i don't watch the show hottest bachelor right number one I mean, or is that just me? He's got to be. TBD. He turned out to be a dud, though. I'll tell you that. He's a huge I, dud. But I get it. I get why he's like he's a huge, in demand on the scene. He's a huge dud. Um, But yeah, he was disappointing in oh, his actual bachelor. season. So they're maybe dating, maybe not. Probably not. They were just on a podcast together. That doesn't mean anything. The best relationship story of this week is Thomas Middleditch gave an interview to Playboy. And his poor-ass wife. And he talked about how only so, Thomas Middleditch would give an interview to Playboy, which like is anyone mm. reading Play, like Playboy is not. A I play- didn't know people read Playboy. Right, Isn't that, it only online? No, I think there is a magazine and they were they redid it and it's this whole thing and mm-hmm. they redid the website and they're trying to like make it a thing. But I guess my point is just like you rarely hear things that are newsworthy coming out of the Playboy realm. Yeah. And the one thing is Thomas Middleditch answering like. I guess 20 questions. They do like a 20 questions format. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. his, what he ends up revealing via these questions makes him seem like the biggest turd I can't understand. If I were, if you're reading Playboy and you read about like a couple that's in like an open marriage or like they're swingers or excuse me, what's the term now? It's called like, are you in the lifestyle or whatever? In the lifestyle. 
it would be fun or interesting to read about that if it seemed like both parties were having a good time. This interview is not fun to read because it sounds like Thomas Middleditch sort of pressured his wife into doing something that she doesn't want to do. And he essentially says, well, he much. says, I don't that know how much I fun can, to read. I don't know how much I can say because I don't want my wife to be mad at me. That means you stop, stop. And if, if it was stop. something like, Exactly. If it's something like Thomas and Molly are like, oh, yeah, we're swingers. We have a good time. Like, uh, here we go to these th things a couple times a week. If it was actually like an enlightening story about swingers, fine. No one would have batted an eye. They would have been like, oh, Thomas Middleditch. Oh, it's Silicon Valley guy. He makes it seem like his wife is in misery Wait, so every listen, day of her listen life. Listen to this. <laughs> Only after I got married was I like, Molly, I'm sorry, but we have to get non-traditional here. So Molly, I'm sorry. Uh, so Molly, do you want this reads? Molly. Do you want this reads to me as only after mm. I got famous was I like Molly? Oh, I'm exactly. sorry, but we have to be exactly. non-traditional here. I'm going back to the text. To her credit, instead of saying "fuck you," I'm out, which it seems like she might be doing that soon. She was like, <laughs> "quote Let's figure this out." To be honest, swinging has saved our marriage. We have different speeds. Because I wanted to swing. And she she didn't, didn't. And I was like, these are the terms. You have to swing. And she was we, like, ugh. We have different speeds and we argue about it constantly. But it's better than feeling unheard and alone and that you have to scurry in the shadows. I'm sorry, but is it? you? Uh, by the way, it's now called being part of the lifestyle. The term swinging is old. I love telling Playboy that they're old. This line is, I think, the most alarming one where he says, I'm gas and she's the brakes. She's probably like, brakes! <laughs> she's constantly slamming on the brakes. That's dangerous. Brakes, 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 brakes. They say, is being... Also, you want... Yeah. No, you, you want both parties to be on the same level when it comes to acceleration and deceleration, you know? Well, I mean, that's how you... You, you can't just... You can't drive you a car accidents. where the brakes and the gas aren't discussing things. Like if Lindsay and I were driving a car and Lindsay had her foot on the brakes and I had my foot on the gas, we would be dead in two minutes. <laughs> in two minutes. Brakes, brakes, brakes. We would fly up the he BQE. Says, he says, I self-deprecatingly call myself a pervert, but that's not what it is. I'm just like it. I'm sexual. I'd always thought I was a romantic, but when I fall in love, that stuff fades away. It does for some years enough to be like, I should get married and I'll be different, but it's a part of me. If that's a part of your being, it feels important to you. Find a way to explore it because repression sucks. And again, this whole thing would be like a non-issue if it were just him talking about like, I'm horny. Like, I like going to these things. Like, this poor woman, she must not have been happy about this being published, right? They're getting divorced. Oh, God. I mean, this interview just keeps going. I've been to some weird parties that were very eyes wide shut from which I walked away thinking, quote, I don't need it, but I'm glad I saw that. I've seen some dicks. I've seen some butts. I've seen some tits. It's weird. Oh, my God. I just can't read this anymore. This is hurt. This a, hurts I mean, me. I just hate I just hate how how he just and I hate to use the, the cliche, but he's just he just falls into the sexually active band nerds category. Like, that's exactly what he is. Just overly so, horny. Like, just like, guess famous, what? I fuck. Get famous. Guess what? Become as bad as any other, you know, hunky dude. Which, like, he's not unattractive at all. So, like, to have this, like, thing where he's a nerd. It's like, he literally played a nerd on TV or whatever. So And isn't he, like, the Verizon guy? He's like, get, yeah. get a new phone. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That probably paid more than Silicon Valley. Which I can't wait for that show to end. What a 
dumps you're the only one who still fucking watches it that's shit. why because like i i have to keep i have to see how it ends now it sucks how do you think it it's ends the worst how do most startup stories end like i don't understand failure <laughs> they're all gonna end in failure they're gonna be ruined by the end of it oh god it's su- it's the worst show it is not a great show i guess my point is is just like this he made it seem he took something that could be interesting right for mm-hmm. like a celebrity to talk about being involved in and mm-hmm. not even bad and made and talked about it in the worst way so that now it's like just another cliche of like a famous guy being like yeah my wife fucking hates me ha 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 and like ha 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 you know and here's me in a velvet right. robe and playboy and taking like what could be like a, he- a healthy open relationship and turning it into like a, a gross slimy playboy <laughs> interview that involves you talking <laughs> yeah. about how like your wife hates you because you want an open marriage essentially and she clearly doesn't Ugh. um Ugh. Blah, 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 blah. speaking of relationships Andrew Rannells of Book of Mormon and Girls fame is now dating some gay guy named Tuck Watkins of uh, The Boys in the Band and Desperate Housewives fame. I read this as Tooch, but it's funny that it's Tuck. <laughs> Tooch. No, it's Tuck. Tooch. It's Tuck. He was T-U-C. in, they were in a play together. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Boys in the Band. A very gay play. He's a little bit is, older played, than him. They played uh, boyfriends in the play. No, that's He's older. cute. Yeah. Anyway, now they're dating. It's just like all, their entire photo streams. It's just like, here we are in the pool. Here we are outside the pool. Here we are beside the pool. Here we are in the pool stop, again. Here we are stop, inside stop. the pool. <laughs> me, 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 me. Wait, I'm sorry. This, anyway. This pool photo shoot sounds great. Uh, I don't know. It's whatever. Um, in the pool. Point is, I, they're not that interesting. Who cares? Like right. gay Broadway dudes with abs not interesting the right f- interesting thing is tuck is older than andrew so he as someone from an older generation he was in the closet through the majority of his early career and so when he came out he was like already in his 40s i think but the way he came out is the gay i was like how could this get any gayer like book a mormon dating boys in the band who was on desperate housewives like and whatever it can get gayer and let me tell you how he came out in like 2007 to Marie Osmond on her short-lived Hallmark talk show, Marie. That's so funny. That's funny. There are few things gayer than coming out to Marie Osmond on her talk show on Hallmark Channel called Marie. Marie starts now. I love it. First of all, Marie had a talk show on Hallmark Channel. Called Marie. Wait, Hallmark Channel Marie. Well, now she's back on the talk, as you know. Yeah. Marie lasted. It's her true calling. For one year. One year. 150 episodes. That's a lot because it's a talk show, right? Well, yeah. It's just every day. Um, Hallmark Channel has. This happened in 2013. Hallmark Channel has pulled the plug on Marie Osmond's talk show after just one season 
but the Yacker will be brought into syndication space next fall. With so many talk show offerings in the day part, Hallmark Channel has decided not to greenlight a second season of Marie. Okay, but how do you syndicate a topical talk show starring Marie Osmond? I don't want to know. I guess each, I think each one just had one interview is the thing. Because all of the titles, right, all the episode right. titles are just one character. Right. I mean, one actor so name. So Marie got canceled in 2014. Her first guest, 2012, October 1st, 2012, Betty White. Her second guest, Fran, Fran Drescher. Drescher. Scroll, 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 scroll. Like Perry Gilpin was one of her guests. Get Terry out of here. The Polo. show is never this going is to last. This is an amazing list of people. Terry Polo, <laughs> Charles Shaughnessy, Penelope Melissa Peterman, Miller. LeVar Burton, Angela it's Kinsey. It's oh. going to be like the kids from the nanny because they got everyone Gertz. else from the nanny. Oh my God. Jamie Love Gertz Jamie was Gertz. there. Lou um, Ferrigno, oh Kathy Ireland. Francis Fisher, obviously. Lisa Jeff Lewis, Gibbons. Ding Ding Ding. <laughs> Tia Antamara Kevin Mowry, Sorbo which, was there. It it looks like Tia and Tamara Maury are one of like four pairs that were ever on that show. This is incredible. Marley, Glanville, obviously final, Marley Matlin. The final guest, Helen Reddy. Did she think, she, did she know she was being canceled? Buzz Aldrin, incredible. Zendaya was on this show. Zendaya, July 3rd, 2013. Zendaya. She was like a baby. Literally. She was a newborn. Helen Reddy. I love Helen Reddy. Okay, this is a great this is a great list of people. I feel like this should be referred to. It's just like a celebrity is a who or a them or they appeared on Marie Osmond's um, late <laughs> talk show on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> 150 episodes. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. I mean, it's funny because she got canceled after one season and yet she did 150 episodes. Like, I'd be <laughs> like, you know what? I'm done. Thank you so much. That's a success. That's it is incredible for me Her personally. Logo is very strange. Do you see the logo for the show? I'm looking. Yeah, just it's Marie, but the eye it's has Marie, a Marie, but then I has a what is Eiffel that Tower symbol? over it. Is that an that's what I was wondering. Is that an Eiffel Tower? But I don't is that her thing? I it looks like she dotted the eye with an Eiffel Tower. Why would you dot an eye star? with an Eiffel Tower? I don't know. <laughs> no, like why though? Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, so um Oh, maybe it's because Hallmark Channel logo is topped with like a crown. Oh, uh, doesn't the sorry that doesn't, doesn't say anything. Okay, let's move on. Let's move but on. The, let's move on. But that's not a crown. It's an Eiffel Tower. I understand or it's that. just a triangle. I don't understand. I understand, but I don't understand. It's fine. It's, it's like celebrities have a weird punctuation because it's like cute. Look, this is how I sign. This is my signature. Maybe it's just her weird dot thing. That sure, she does. sure, sure. Yeah. Sorry. Miley to bring this Cyrus back. and Caitlin Carter broke up. Yeah. Shocking. Truly. Chalking. After six weeks. Yeah. Are you surprised? The source told people, Miley and Caitlin broke up. They're still friends. <laughs> Miley and Caitlin broke up. That's a text. That's absolutely a text message, right? I mean, I feel like they broke up because they were never really... Like, Miley needed an out. She got an out. Yeah. Miley got an out. It, it they She got her six weeks. It's been six weeks since the divorce, and they were like, we've had enough. Yeah, no, that's it. I think. What else is there to say? It's like they broke up. It says they've been friends forever and they were there for each other when they were both getting separated, but they're not in a romantic relationship. Honestly, maybe they never were. Maybe they were just like consoling each other. <sighs> maybe and that's they were what just it like seemed hooking like. up. They seemed like they had chemistry though. Miley singing Don't Call Me Angel Alone is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. And I like that song, which we talked about on when the, when the, when the, song came out how funny it is whenever like a group song gets split up and each of them has to perform it individually well it finally happened miley cyrus did it and we found out how it happens she only sings her verse and then when ariana sings the chorus miley just stops 
And they play a clip of Ariana singing the chorus. They didn't even play a clip. They just played the sound over the speakers. It, I, It's just like appalling. Didn't we warn <laughs> you guys about this? Like, listen to us. Don't sing it live. Don't call me Angel by myself. Do I need to say it again? Yeah. You better stop the sweet talk and keep your pretty mouth shut. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? The first thing we have to mention is uh, are the two beautiful word clouds that two hooligans made us. Oh my god! We got yeah, we got two different ones. One that was just Rita Ora things that Rita Ora does, which includes flashes, reveals, wears, shows, displays, puts, dons, looks, showcases, rocks, <laughs> makes, takes, goes, keeps, wants, sets, gets, cuts, turns, nails. Poses. I love nails. Opts. Steps. Opts is really good. I love when <laughs> Rita opts. Okay, then he had um, adjectives, which is what we asked for, which was white, red, new, black, high, mini, casual, sexy, free, quirky, tiny, bright, bizarre, tiny is funny, leggy, floral, toned, skimpy, first, (laughs) sultry, chic, romantic, sensational, metallic, raunchy, busty, (laughs) final, glamorous, edgy, little, racy, incredible. And then we had, we did another one. Someone else did a word cloud for us as well with the Rita Ora. Um, this was from Alec. This is, uh, these. this is just mm-hmm. words. So Rita Ora is in here because <laughs> yes. obviously. Then you have new, new London <laughs> shows, dress steps, flashes, factor, rocks, display, boyfriend, plunging is huge here <gasps> for some reason. I mean, I know. I get it. Um, white. Um, sh- sh- star studded leaves, <laughs> leather, Calvin. God, they it's wearing this heads. code is now on GitHub. Swizzard uploaded it so anyone can use this anytime they want to. It's like a Python code. I don't know what that means. Oh, Sam Raker, your name is Sam Raker. You're from Austin, Texas. I love it. 101 lines of code. This person made 101 lines of code for us. That's incredible. That's so nice, and you can just pull anything you want. Root from equals HTTPS colon hyphen hyphen. Uh, I mean, uh, backslash backslash dailymail.co.uk slash home slash search.html. And I guess it's just searching for Rita Ora, sort by recent, type article, days, all, so all of time. I feel like such a coder. I feel like it's going to teach me how to code this one piece of Rita Ora code. What else has Rita Ora done? She sizzled in a chic striped dressed photo trio in Instagram can't deal. Instagram Instagram can never deal with Rita. Like, that's not news, Inquisitor. But also Instagram, the company can deal. It's You mean yeah. the fans can't. Instagram the fans can't readers deal. can't uh, deal. She exposed okay. her, her perky derriere and revealing bodysuit and fans couldn't handle it. I understand. I agree. <sighs> She's our Instagram queen of the week. Sexy bikini. Hollywood Life called her their more. Instagram queen of the week. This fucking... 
Hollywood life shit. I got to figure out what's going on with Hollywood life. Why it's are like they, they just... got more money or they got a new editor? Hollywood life has been doing the most lately. The thing about Hollywood life, though, it's still like and the ugliest the website. Least. It's such a hideous website to be on. And yet, and even though they're getting all these scoops, they're still Rita or posting Rita Ora bikini pics, you know? Rita Ora nearly pops out of skimpy black bikini while posing by the water. Pick. Rita Ora do, and I do have something in common. We're both in the September is still summer camp. <laughs> That's true, actually. This is literally the first day of fall, though. Today is literally yeah, the first day of fall. And I'm literally going to the beach in a few hours. So You are? Yeah. Rita Ora nearly pops out of skimpy black bikini. Oh, you said this. Why I is she nearly one. popping out? I'm going to f- look at this photo. Nearly. Is it just that she has un- she's been really into underboop this year, so maybe that's all it is. I just don't appreciate Here's my thing, right? Rita she's works She's not even nearly popping Rita out. Works oh, well, there's really, underboob again. Rita wears like sexy clothes. I've seen this photo before. Yeah. But Rita works really hard. She cares about fashion, and she's not over here having fashion mistakes or um you know, nip slips or any type of like misplaced anything. She works really hard. Everything is intentional. That so her look is, is intentional. So for you to say she's nearly popping out of something is very rude to me. I You're think. acting like anything about Rita Ora is an accident. You That's know? what I'm saying. Nothing about like Rita Ora is an accident. It's rude. It's rude to say like, oops, she almost had this like mistake where her like tit popped out. And it's like, no, she's just wearing a bathing suit that has like the illusion of A little that. bit of tit popping yeah, out. Yeah, like it's sexy. And so like, how dare you imply that she doesn't have it figured out and all together, that she's messy. Also, these bikini pics are old. The one of her quote unquote popping out. It, remember the photo she took Nick Sobot and it said, great news. you love that that's the same photo great news yeah we're done thank you for listening to who weekly another episode uh we'll be back on friday with a call-in episode call 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns we may address them on a future episode support us at patreon.com slash who weekly for twice monthly bonus episodes and weekly newsletters follow us on instagram twitter and facebook please rate and review us on apple podcasts and we will see you in four days bye you will say that yeah yeah